Hello and welcome to the Analysis Mason podcast. I'm Tom Rebeck and I'm here with Stefano Porto Bonacci, who runs our fixed mobile convergence research. So Stefano, welcome back to the podcast. Now, last week, BT Group revealed a new strategy for the consumer segment, including some changes to its fixed mobile convergence plans. Some of the other announcements, I think, somewhat overshadowed this new approach to fixed mobile convergence or, or FMC, but they are significant changes. You called them a, a milestone in the UK's um, FMC market. So let's start with what it's done. Um, so can you highlight the uh, the changes or the new plans that BT's announced? Yeah, sure. So it um, introduced a new FMC offer, which is based on the promotion of uh, unlimited mobile data. So essentially, there are two offers. One is that if fixed customers are offered a mobile SIM with unlimited data and with speeds of up to 10 megabits per second, and the cost is £10 per month, so around €11 per month. And this plan is renewed on a 30-day rolling basis. And then similarly, for mobile contract customers, if they take one of EE's fixed plans, they received unlimited data on all their existing SIM cards. Uh, now, there are some um, uh, eligibility criteria to enjoy these promotions. Uh, so first of all, customers must take both fixed and mobile services from EE. And also the customers, in order to activate this uh, FMC promotion, they must create an EEID account by registering their credentials on the EE's digital platform. And then they must link both their fixed and mobile plans to the same EEID account. This is the offer. Then the other um, important change is that uh, EE has become the flagship brand for both fixed and mobile services. So this was a originally announced last year in um, May 2022, but you know the move has, has been a little bit slow. Now BT will offer only standalone and social tariffs for fixed services, and then most of the fixed and mobile plans will be offered by EE. Okay, good. That's clear. I, I guess the, the key point is that headline figure, the £10 a month for unlimited data with no contract because it's what a rolling 30-day contract, so there's no long-term commitment. Um, it's speed limited, so 10 megabits per second, uh, relatively low speed. I guess there's, there's, it's, it stops you doing certain things on it, but probably for most users, most of the time, that's going to be that's going to be fine. Um, and then the other point about the EE, as you say, it's become the flagship brand, um, which it announced before. But the process of uh, you can only access these new plans, these new FMC plans, if you've got that EE ID. I guess it, it pushes people across from legacy BT customers over to, to EE a bit more quickly. So um, the second question obviously leads to why BT has decided to to make these changes. Why has it decided to, to revamp its uh, convergence strategy? I think that the key reason is that um, so far, BT Group has had a limited success in the fixed mobile convergence space. So if we look at the data that the BT Group publishes, uh, reports uh, in the four-year period to uh, the first quarter 2023, uh, mm. it had uh, a little more than 100,000 net ads, which, you know, if you look compare this number with Virgin Media O2, it, it is very small number. So Virgin Media O2 gained um, uh, 700,000 customers only in the last uh, 12 months. So clearly a, a change in its um, 
FMC strategies was uh, was needed. Yeah, and sorry, just the figure the figure for BT. So it's a hundred thousand net ads, but that's over four years, right? Yes, over four years. Yeah, so Virgin uh, VMO two has added seven hundred thousand in the last year alone. So much much faster than BT. Yeah, and um, so BT is aiming to have at least thirty percent of its customers on a fixed mobile convergence plan by 2028. Mm. And in the last four years, the share of these customers remained flat to around 21, 22%. So clearly a change was was needed. And I think that the the new moves taken by EE uh, address uh, the the key weakness of of its current convergence strategy. So one uh, is what we talked before, so EE now is the flagship brand for both fixed and mobile services. So there is no longer an overlap between BT and EE uh, in the fixed segment. Hmm. Uh, the other point is that um, so the promotion is based on upselling mobile services to fixed customers. And this strategy has been very successful in uh, markets like um, France, Spain, Portugal, you know, in driving the take up of FMC. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, it's also interesting to see that EE launched this um, digital platform that essentially sells uh, products like Smart TV. And this platform could help to raise the consumer's awareness of the EE brand in the fixed segment. Yeah, I think you put a quote on that uh, from BT in the article, didn't you? And obviously we'll link to the article in, in the show notes. Because um, there's a lot of the attention seems to be on those new uh, products like you say smart TVs whether it's for them uh, uh, at least what they're saying it's as much about raising the, the profile of the uh, the brand I guess it's also interesting because I, I suppose most of the customers are on BT so it's a way of pushing those fixed customers from BT over to to the e brand um, I thought also the um, the point that it's only 30% uh, well the target of at least 30% of customers when you look across the channel to, to France or to Spain, that's relatively modest compared to what the operators there have got. Um, so let, let's think more, more widely. Um, what's the what's the impact of what EE's doing on the, the, the UK market? Um, yeah, I think that um, likely it will accelerate the adoption of FMC bundles in the UK. So the, the offer is very, let's say, attractive in terms of price. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of the, its competitors have a similar options for um, uh, convergent bundles. Also, if you look at the uh, standalone tariffs with al- unlimited data, uh, they are at least more than 2.5 times expensive than what uh, BT, uh, EE currently offers. Yeah. Also, yeah, the other point to consider is that uh, BT has uh, a large fix-only customer base to sell services to. And clearly, when, uh, at the moment, the customers that currently take fixed plans from BT, they can uh, move their subscription to one of the EE's plans. So clearly, during this migration process, uh, there is room for uh, EE to upsell these uh, mobile services. Hmm. So overall, I think, um, I mean, in May 2021, there has been a, a milestone in the for the UK telecoms market, which is the merger between Virgin Media and uh, O2. And I, th- I think that uh, these moves from EE uh, ha- have uh, the potential to de- become the second milestone 
for the UK uh, market. Yeah, I guess the other aspect is also a defensive move to protect BT's uh, fixed customer base because clearly it's being challenged by some of these new fiber operators who are who are both undercutting BT. So it's a cheaper it's a, they're cheaper plans for for higher speeds. Um, and this is a way that they can defend against that by giving these uh, this this relatively cheap mobile service on top, which the, uh, the the standalone fixed players just just can't they can't offer. Okay, very good. Thank you, um, thank you for that, Stefano. Uh, as ever, as I said, uh, this is based on Stefano's fixed mobile convergence research. We'll put a link to the article called in the show notes and to some of the other research. Also, if you would like to listen to future episodes of the Analysis Mason podcast, please subscribe. Um, we also welcome your, your feedback and comments. Thank you very much. <laughs>